Let's do it on a brisk 77 degree night here in the old heart of Texas, San Antonio. I don't know how hot it is there. Oh, jeeves. Oh. It's 76 up here. Right, right in now? In Columbus. Right oh, now. yeah. Wow. That's... Yep. I hate I hate summer. I love summer, but I hate summer. It is... I lied. It's 70 now. Ooh. Still. Still. Columbus. It, that's, that's pretty... Pretty warm. So what's the uh, what's the humidity there? Do you know that? Oh man, let me let it's, me get my weather app out. Uh, sixty-two percent. It's seventy-seven percent here. It's rough. It, it was it was a high of what a high of eighty-five today and very humid. The air conditioner has been on for about a week, to be honest with you. Actually, the air conditioner has been on. It kind of came on a month ago. <laughs> it was it's it's been it's been something. To Our, see. Uh, our heater's still on, just in case, because you never know with Ohio. Yeah, I, I hate Ohio. That's <laughs> I hate everywhere. I'm going to retweet the stream right quick. We're just going to jump right into it, all right? All right. Um, so, I wasn't prepared, to be honest with you guys. I did not have the right the right screens open. I am I'm just doing this, okay? You know what? I'm just going to open a new one. So, we're starting with the... Um, April Madness, right? Yeah. We're going with the April Madness results. So, no live without me, LOL. Oh, so uh, some guy wants to do a podcast with me. I work with uh, Christian Carroll. I work with him. He wants me to do a podcast with him. And I was like, I'm loyal to one man. But I told him <laughs> that I'd help him out. And uh, <laughs> I guess he just texted me and goes, don't go live without me. But uh, here I am. to come on. This is our first live stream. We're live streaming to what? Twitter, Facebook. Twitter, Facebook, and uh, you, the YouTube's, yeah. I think. Um, I am live now on Facebook. So, um, I'm all thrown off, man. I'm trying to do too many things at once. I don't like. I'm putting my producer hat on right now, like <laughs> pr- producer, and whew, there's a lot to do with only two screens. But uh, Isaac's the do it all, man. I'm the, I do it all. So, uh, all you people that aren't responding to my emails and aren't replying to my dms and i just want i'm a producer listen we do it all keaton builds the website i do the rest of it i'm just trying to get guests man like we just need someone anyone anyone i have, will take anyone i have emailed i don't want to say the lowest of the low but like some pretty low ranking people and like organizations some pretty like athletes that are on practice squads emailed their agents dm them on twitter dm them on instagram nothing like, I've sent out so many feelers that it's just, it's insane. <laughs> but, anyway, <laughs> the, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get there. Don't even worry about it. But The website's coming soon. Yeah, the website's coming. That's, that's my update. <laughs> he just started it yesterday. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, here we go. We're going to go over the, uh, the April Madness results from the round of, or from the Sweet 16, yeah? Uh, so. Yeah, you're right. Um, so stupid, no bad drivers. The number one seed bad drivers took on the number 16 seed coughing without covering your mouth. And honestly, I thought with the times that we're in right now, coughing without covering your mouth would win, but no bad drivers won 54% of the votes. So that moves on to face the winner of the number eight seed stupid questions and the number 24 seed waking up five minutes before your alarm. Again, I thought waking up before your alarm would be a winner. No stupid questions, yeah. stupid questions. Everyone hates stupid. Everyone. People. I hate 
Oh, hate them, but they won 62 with 62% of the votes. And then number 29 seed, Slow Internet beat Mosquitoes, which I don't know how Mosquitoes Big made time. it. I don't know how Mosquitoes made it this far, but they won, blew them out 85% of the votes. That's like that's like Duke facing like I don't know, give me like a like uh, UNC Charlotte. Yeah, 85-15. They beat them like 120 to 40. Yeah, you know. And then we have Nickelodeon. Uh, wet socks will face on slow internet. So, wet socks won with 60% of the votes over group chats, and then slow internet. Just we just said that mosquitoes. Um, and then we got people who think Chick Fil A is overrated. Sadly, <laughs> this was lo- way closer than it should have been. Sadly, lost to coronavirus. <laughs> We hate Chick-fil-A right now. Oh, I'm my still, God. If you, if you haven't watched, go to our YouTube, go to our Twitter. I think it's also on Facebook. And, no, it's not on Instagram. But uh, we did a Chick-fil-A challenge. It's 90 minutes. It's actually the McDonald's challenge. But we substituted it for Chick-fil-A. It was like four chicken sandwiches, two regular sandwiches, two spicy sandwiches, uh, two medium fries, 24 yep. nuggets, and then four drinks. Uh, Keaton almost <laughs> Keaton got a lot closer than I thought we would get. <laughs> Keaton almost, Keaton finished everything except for one drink. So we we did this Saturday night and Sunday I was still so full. I only ate one meal the whole day. I agree. It's like man, this is awful. I ate my Chick Fil A for breakfast, but uh, <laughs> my leftover. <laughs> I finished it all except for a nug and a sandwich. Fat, but um, yeah. So Chick Fil A lost. To coronavirus, but coronavirus only had 67% of the votes, so if anyone can beat coronavirus, it's God's chicken. But <laughs> unfortunately, it did lose, and it will face the winner of when people post depressing things on the interwebs uh, against the mouth chewers. So, we for- I forgot to put this one on Twitter. I don't know how I just missed it. Uh, so I put it up today. It was like a four-hour poll, and the mouth chewers got 75% of the votes. Um, which... I mean, I, I think I voted for mouth chewers, but uh, I don't like depressing stuff on the on the interwebs. It seemed like I looked at the results, and the older people posted, or the older people and older females didn't like when people post depressing things, and then everyone else was like mouth chewers. If I'm just I'm making quick assumptions, when, quick quick uh, observations, but when he says mouth chewers, oh yeah, he means che- sorry, people that chew with their mouths <laughs> open. Yes, people mouth chewers. I, I was I was thinking mouth breathers. But no, yeah, people, but who, people who chew with their mouth open. Mouth chewers. Uh, <laughs> and then we have uh, Draymond Green beat va- vegans, which only because the majority of the people that listen to us are Cleveland guys so and, and gals, so they don't like Draymond Green. But Draymond Green only won with 64% of the votes, and he will take on, this is the matchup for the ages, Mason oh, Rudolph. Yeah. So Draymond Green and Mason Rudolph will face off in the Elite Eight. Who do you this hate more, Cleveland? Finals. It should be. We should just skip it to the finals. <laughs> so that's that. So that'll be on Twitter. That'll be on Facebook. That's I could probably put it on Instagram on like stories, but we'll see. At least Twitter and Facebook definitely. So you'll have until Saturday, yeah, Saturday to vote on that. So into the show. Um, news out of the MLB. The MLB is considering. This is just uh, the MLB. I think. This is more Keaton's thing. He looked into it. Uh, yeah. 
the Major League Baseball met, tried to come up with a couple solutions so that we can have sports back. Uh, they want to start in May, and they're considering playing the entire season in Arizona, or at least right now in Arizona. Yeah. So, yeah, the idea was discussed of putting all 30 teams in the Phoenix area, um, which Isaac said, uh, I think. So is that where spring training is in Arizona so, specifically, Phoenix? Yeah, well, no. So they hold they hold spring training in Surprise, Arizona. Good, Surprise, good, okay. Goodyear, Arizona. They hold it a couple places in Florida. And then I saw this year they were playing in Vegas a couple t- gotcha. a couple games. So I, don't, I really don't know. But I know – Arizona, Goodyear, and Surprise. There's two at least. I don't, I don't know about Florida, but I mean Florida's. A, listen, Florida, Florida's a little. I wouldn't trust Florida either. So I'd yeah. Arizona. Nope. So I definitely think um, this, like especially for baseball, I think they're either way. Even if they don't do this in Arizona, I think baseball is going to start out with um, no crowds because you know they're trying to play as soon as they can. This is going into their season. And I think if basketball comes back this year, that'll that'll happen there too. Hopefully by football season, I'm praying, uh, we can get just the normal experience, fans and stadiums, everything like that. But yeah, so they had they had a meeting today, the MLB and the Players Association, and this idea was thrown out there. And honestly, I think at this point we're all going so insane. I'm all for it. I don't care if there are any fans. I just want to watch some sports oh so my god i know if, if that's what you need to do i go will for watch it. nine innings of baseball tomorrow if oh yeah start playing, absolutely if we play baseball I'll, I'll watch it i've been watching reruns from two i've been watching the 2006 freaking falcons playing the saints what do, <laughs> put something on all right baseball yeah. we can social distance in baseball my god uh, yeah so yeah i mean but even even if they if they do come back in football even if football starts on time i still think they're going to have no crowds for the, at least the beginning of the football season, which is kind of crazy yeah. because that's where a lot of the revenue comes from. But mm-hmm. I just don't know. I don't know what they're going to do. Yeah. But also, how are you going to pack 30 teams into Arizona? I, I, I think no there's like two or three ballparks there. You would know better than me. You used to live there. It's not. Phoenix. Phoenix pretty crowded, right? So so it's not in Phoenix, like in suburbs of Phoenix. So Goodyear is a suburb of Phoenix. So is Oh, Surprise. yeah, right. Okay. But regardless – you can't pack thirty major league baseball teams into one city. Yeah. City. Where do the D backs play? Are they? Are I they, they actually? I think in they play Phoenix? in Florida. No. Oh, the D backs, as in like like during the season. Yeah. yeah you know, they play in Phoenix. Yeah. Uh-huh. They yeah they play in downtown okay. Phoenix. But so they could. How far is Surprise and Goodyear from like downtown? It's been a while, but I think like thirty ish, thirty minutes. So they know, could maybe do like minutes. all three of those stadiums. Yeah, it's possible. But so, yeah, that's true. But. Regardless, thirty teams. Oh yeah, either way, it's gonna be insane. It's gonna be they, crazy. If they way. try this, so I, I don't know what they're gonna do with that, but it'd be fun to watch. Hey, if there's, oh, yeah. if there's baseball on the television, sign me up. Yeah, anything on the television, other, except for like croquet, <laughs> any of the three major sports on the TV, sign me up. <laughs> All right, so that was baseball talk, Mr. Malfara. There you go, baseball talk. There you go. <laughs> uh, on to football. Uh, Our sport. They're talking. NFL Films announced that Hard Knocks. They're doing two teams. First, is this the first time ever they're doing two teams? I think so. Pretty I sure. Well, it's gonna be pretty easy though because they're both. Both the teams are in LA. So, uh, Rams and Chargers. I'm excited to watch the Chargers one. I don't care about the Rams one. <laughs> I. The only reason I'd want to watch the Rams 
is I still think a Aaron Donald's a badass. Like I love listening to any interview with him. Facts. Um, Jalen Ramsey's interesting, I guess, because yeah, he's yeah. a diva-ish guy anyway uh my real reason would be i think sean mcveigh is still a really good coach and i'd love to like get get in his mind a little bit um you know see how uh work through his thought process like see how he draws up plays i think that'd be cool but other than that i can't really come up with a good reason jared goff sounds super boring i don't really want to hear about him (laughs) you see sarah jared Um, (laughs) goff sitting there watching film like yeah i I think uh, the only appeal to that would be like you said jalen ramsey I don't know, but I mean, it just depends. Like every year, there's the the cameras. They they pick out one person. Like when they yeah. did the Browns, Carl Nassib. Like yeah, like, what are we doing? Well, also, the Rams would be way more interesting if Wade Phillips were still their defensive coordinator because he yeah. is just an enigma. Like I love yeah. listening to him, but like he's not there. I, I also don't know how yeah, much McVay would be like shine the camera on me. I feel like McVay would be right. like one of those coaches. that's like, hey, leave me alone. Yeah. So, yeah, the Chargers, though, will be super interesting because, like, I mean, they added a bunch on defense already. They might get another quarterback. They got Tyrod Taylor. I mean, this is the first time Phillip Rivers isn't their starting QB in it's true. Yeah. 15 years. Definitely so. excited for the Chargers one. I, uh, yeah. I don't know. What are they going to do? Especially if they drop the quarterback. Oh, yeah. Tyrod Taylor versus whoever. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, what is it? Uh, poor, poor Tyrod. He's got to be on hard knocks again. Excuse me. Tyrod. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sorry, Tarot. Oh, man. Yeah. He's used to it at this point. He's going to get – yeah, for real. But even in the last one, when they were at the Browns, they didn't really focus on him. He, I'm yeah. sure he was kind of like, leave me alone. You know? Yeah. Which, good for him because I don't – if I – personally, I mean, obviously I don't know how I'd act because I'm not even close to an NFL <laughs> player. But if I was there, I'd be like, hey, leave me alone. Yeah. And that's really all, all – hard knocks is just entertainment. So. It's really just like, like the guy who is – probably not going to make the roster like Kajuice or like like yeah. Nassib yeah. um trying to like make his case and like all the fans are like oh keep him please and yeah like uh Sheehy Demon Sheehy oh man let's not talk about him yeah I miss him well, maybe this bring year, him back maybe he'll make a team this year because of the extended uh extended rosters or at least a practice yeah. squad but anyway um the Bucks new uniforms what <laughs> What are your thoughts on the new uniforms? So quote unquote new opinion, uniforms. Yeah, I mean they're not like I don't know. Like they have some cha- noticeable noticeable changes. I really like the gray ones. I think those uniforms are awesome. Um yeah, the cream sickle. I back. feel like there's been mixed opinions. I know. I, a lot of people wanted the cream sickle, which I like those too, but I like the gray ones a lot. Um, I think there has been mostly positive reviews about this. I've seen some negative ones, but you'll get that with any uniform reveal. Um, but I like them. I think they're sweet. Um, I, I think they, I don't think they tried to do too much, but like, it's still a noticeable difference, I guess. Yeah. Not, I don't know. I mean, like it, it gets to a certain point without changing like the color scheme and the logos, like how much can you really change? All right. So, so, so but at, I think they're clean. Yes. I think they're real clean. So look at the red one right here on the dock. Yeah. Look at that red one. And the helmet is basically the same, <clears throat> except for they yeah, yeah. a black face mask. Look, so you have this versus yeah. uh, what they do? Change the shoulder pads, shoulders, That's the numbers, yeah, the, lo- the, yeah, the letter. I, I like the black. Yeah. I like the white ones. I think the white ones are fresh, and then I like the black ones as well. But the red yeah, ones, I mean, those are... overall, I think they're they're cleaner, they're sleeker. I like them better, but I mean, they, I mean, yeah. they didn't change that much. The real brown, the, the browns uh... are going to be changed a whole lot. 
Eight days. Even when April fifteenth. Even when they first came out, isn't isn't there like a rule? It's like five years. Like if you get to get it right. Yeah. Or, if yeah. They suck. They gotta suck for five years. Um. The Browns once changed dramatically last time, and everyone's like, "These suck." Yeah. <laughs> so if they I, screwed up this time. <sighs> I feel like I didn't hate them as much as other people. Yeah, I, like, I, I agree. I was excited for liked, the change. I like the um. Which one? I like the orange one. Yeah, the one we never wear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like that, and I like the color rush. Hopefully, they Obviously. somehow. Yeah, yeah. Everyone likes the color rush. If we can keep the but, color rush, I, I think that'll make. I think, well, the NFL. No, who comes up? Who comes up with the color rush? Because the Brown then they come out with a bunch of different color rushes. Do the teams come out with the color rush, or does the NFL come out with it? I think. I think like the NFL is like, okay, you guys can do a color rush uniform, and then they're like, we can approve them after you come up with I got them. You. I don't know. Well, that one needs to stay. We everyone loves the color rush jersey. It reminds us of simpler times when uh, Baker my, was good. No, he's still good. <laughs> yeah. My favorite uniform. Uh-oh. Are from a team that we've already mentioned. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. You're good. You're good. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, so, my favorite team, my favorite uniforms are the Chargers. I don't know why. Blue Chargers uniform. My favorite uniforms in the NFL. Um, and then, I also like their dark blue ones a lot. That's kind of a random thought, but yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. The Chargers are all right. Um, are we talking – you say you're talking color rush, or what are you talking? Just regular jerseys? Sorry, you cut up a little bit. Oh, um, just just regular ones. They're, they're baby blue ones I like a lot. Yeah, I agree. Okay, well, I don't know what's wrong with your internet, but it's good. We're moving on. <laughs> um, F. Yeah, you're good. So the NFL draft – going on is scheduled but it's all gonna be virtual so this is gonna be fun to watch i don't know how they're gonna put it on tv uh i mean they know more about technology than i do but um they're gonna be like like what we're doing right now (laughs) on zoom Uh, so how do you think they're gonna do it so are they gonna be like because you could put up to 100 people on a dream or a dream on a uh, zoom call like it's gonna have all the gms like in their room sitting there and then when you want to pick you turn the microphone on be like we're taking this person (laughs) you know like, are yeah, each, my, is each GM going to announce their pick? That would be kind of cool. I think it might go that way. I, my guess is, like, if I'm a GM, I'm going to have two Zoom meetings. One internally with my team, all my scouts and everything, right. and then, like, one with Goodell and the rest of the GMs. But, like, at the same time, they're going to be on the phones, too, because, like, I feel like I'm hoping there are still a lot of trades because yeah. that's what makes the draft exciting. Right. But um, imagine, imagine, like it's, imagine fucking freaking Andrew Barry <laughs> in, in a Zoom call with, like, I don't know, Mike Tomlin or somebody, they're talking yeah. about a trade, and then they're like, no, screw you, and they hang up the Zoom call on each other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, uh, it, it's going to be, I think it's going to, I'm kind of, like, oddly excited for this to happen. Yeah. Like, it's just going to be so interesting to see how it goes. Hey, um, Andrew, send me your Zoom ID. I'm gonna yeah, for real, man. Let us get in opinion. there. Um, But I know that I, I'm not very verse, adverse, verse, whatever, in Zoom. <laughs> But I know that there are like there's like features. So like if Roger Goodell wanted to start 32 Zoom calls, yeah, and then he could pop in and out of each one of them, so that you don't have every single. I just don't know how it's going. Oh be. yeah, there, there can't be like a, a running clock on like saying, hey, uh, you, the clock's up. You need to pick, especially if there's, you know, trouble with uh, the network or something. Because like, really, they're gonna have. <clears throat> speaking for the Browns, they're gonna have probably Andrew Barry. Stefanski, um, what's his name? Deep Podesta. Deep Podesta. 
Haslam. Yeah, probably, J.W. Johnson. Those, that's, yeah. yeah, that's probably going to be it in the room. Yeah. And then you're probably going to have some other people on calls or whatever because the, obviously there's like t- 10 scouts, assistants yeah. to the scouts. I don't know if they're going to be in there. But, yeah, so they're probably going to be a Zoom call. Um, those five, six people are all going to be in a room. That's probably going to be the same for every team. So, I don't know. I'm excited to see it. I'm excited how they're how they're going to do it. But I'm just more excited that Roger Goodell is not announcing all the picks. Hopefully. Oh, I know. And like all those like random players from the 1970s yeah. that you've oh. never heard of in the fourth round. When Jim Brown announced a pick last year, that was the saddest. Oh, it was sad. Ever. He was like didn't yeah. know where he was. Oh. oh my god. Oh, that was nuts. He goes. He comes up to the thing. He goes. What the? Uh, <laughs> Brown select. And then who was it? I don't even remember who it was. I think it might have been Mac. Um, it might have been. But he said the wrong it? position. It was just yeah. really bad. It yeah. It's funny, but it was bad. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So, Zoom. Give us your I, Zoom ID. I'm really excited to see how this goes. I mean, like, even from a viewer standpoint, like, how are they going to make it? Exci- I don't even know how. They'll be I don't on know. ESPN. Apparently, I heard on a. I think I was listening to another podcast. And it yeah. was like Fox and ESPN are working together trying to get like a simulcast or whatever so that they can take the zoom calls or but that's the, there's gonna be so many zoom i don't know how it's gonna go i don't know how it's gonna go down but it's gonna be it's gonna be exciting and it's coming yeah. it's coming and the browns draft is gonna be very very boring but <clears throat> we're gonna do a draft episode probably next since the draft is what 16 days away yep 16 okay, we'll do a final mock next episode and then i don't know next Try season do a- next what Live, live episode round one maybe. Yeah, we could like get on yeah. stream and while the draft's on, do our cool. own Zoom call. Don't watch the pr- yeah. the, the <laughs> other Zoom call. Watch our Zoom call. Real reactions, real time. But um, yeah. So that's that. On that. Anything else on that? No. Okay. Um, I feel like a lot of stuff's gonna mess up and like you. Oh yeah. Like you said, I mean, how, how long you get between each first rounder? Ten minutes. Yeah, no, I think, I think the yeah, yeah, yeah you, you might be right. It might be like eight, they might. Eight, it might be ten. I don't know if I can. I don't know. They they're gonna need to either get like you said, get rid of. I mean, they can't get rid of the limit. Maybe like a five minute uh, just in case things screw up time. Yeah, there's got to be some kind of buffer because yeah, I mean, like you saw, we were on the Zoom call for ten minutes and Keaton's audio is like rah, 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 yeah. Rah. So, well, I mean, we'll see what happens, but I mean, hopefully, it's gonna be fun. I got. I, I keep yeah, saying it. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm excited to watch other people on Zoom calls. Yeah, <laughs> picking for players. Sure. But that's oh, that's another thing. Is what are they gonna do? Like, so you know how like they invite the players obviously to the draft that are gonna be drafted. So they're gonna have a Zoom like a, a camera still in Joe Burrow's house because I know they like send people social distancing blah blah blah. Yeah. Like, hey Joe, here's your Zoom account. Yeah. Like, what are they gonna do? You know. Yeah, probably like a. I'd imagine it'll be pretty like um like streamlined, consistent like. You get on this Zoom and talk for 20 seconds about your reaction to being picked here. Right. I don't know. I don't either, but, again, excited to watch I, it. I'm excited to see the Zoom backgrounds. Maybe True. they'll have some backgrounds. True. Zoom back. Uh, I would change my Zoom background, but it's going to take forever. I got too many things yeah. pulled up. <laughs> but we'll do it next time. Um, anyway, moving on to sticking with the topic of the NFL. The NFL All-Decade team, so 2010 to right now, came out – on what like yesterday i think so yeah monday ago? yeah monday came out yesterday and there there are some things we don't agree with <laughs> um 
first things first. Uh, how is what's his name? Drew Brees. How is Drew Brees not on the All Decade team? That's that's the biggest one for me. So so the two QBs, obviously Tom Brady. That's no one's going to debate that. Uh, Aaron Rodgers though. Aaron Rodgers over Drew Brees. Um, look, Aaron Rodgers is great. Um, he's one of the top. I don't know. Pick a number between ten and fifteen QBs of all time. Yeah, he's in there. But he's not top five. I would not put him on the all-decade team over Breeze. Listen. He might have had a higher peak. He like at his best, he might have been better. But, but better if we're just team. doing this based off of peak, then Patrick Mahomes should be on this. Exactly. And that's not that's not what this is about. That's about the most consistent players throughout this decade. And Drew Breeze is like the definition of consistency. Right. So I would easily put him on over Rodgers. So, I mean, if we just start with quarterbacks. <clears throat> so Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, like you said, are the two that are on there. Um, so if we, if we just take yards. Take yards. Yeah. Drew Brees is number one. Matt Ryan is number no- Okay, when this is – sorry, let me, let me say this is be- 2010 to 2019. Mm-hmm. Drew Brees leads in yards. Drew Brees leads in touchdowns. Um. Eli Manning leads in interceptions, <laughs> but uh, he leads in yards and touchdowns. Uh, completion, he leads in completion completion percentage, and he leads in completions. How is he not first team unanimous? Yeah, all all decade team. I don't understand yeah. that because if you go if you go completions, where is Aaron Rodgers is seventh? If we go completion percentage, Aaron Rodgers is out of the top ten. Aaron Rodgers is fourteenth. Yards, Aaron Rodgers is seventh. Touchdowns. What about touchdowns. He's yep. third. He's third in touchdowns, but still. What, what about QBR? Is QBR on there? Dun, 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 or is dun, 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 passer rating? Um, yes, rating. But this is kind of skewed because sure. obviously you have Patrick Mahomes first. Aaron Rodgers is third, so he's above the other two in QBR in their passer rating, not QBR, whatever pa- passer rating. But Drew Brees uh-huh. is fourth. Yeah. Tom Brady is yeah. eighth. So I mean, you can, obviously you have to say Tom Brady because he's, he's one. The goat. He's yeah. It's whatever. Put him in there. But yeah. Aaron, Drew Brees definitely deserves to be over Aaron Rodgers. Um, I mean, you could you could make you could make an argument for Matt Ryan over Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, you like, definitely could. But I mean, I, I don't think it's I don't think it would be a legitimate argument. But touchdowns, Matt Ryan was fifth. Yards, Matt Ryan was second. Completion percentage, Matt Ryan was seventh. Uh, completions. Matt Ryan was second. So really, if we're going pure stats here, let's go QB or let's go passer rating. Uh, passer rating. Matt Ryan was thirteenth. But if we're going pure stats here, you could say Matt Ryan deserves to be in over Aaron Rodgers. I don't know who picked these, but it's very skewed. So if you could pick two, who would your two be? I'd I'd go Brady and uh, Breeze. I Brady think. and Breeze, yeah, I agree. Yeah, definitely. Um, because obviously you can't yeah. you can't pick up Patrick Mahomes. He's only been starting for what two three years. Yeah, yeah, he'll be on the twenty twenty team. <laughs> oh, well, uh, yeah, unanimous. Yeah, um, I. So the only argument, well, wait, Breeze won. They won the Super Bowl in the oh nine season. So yeah, technically, it was two thousand ten when it happened when they won. Yeah, but it was but it was for the two thousand nine season. Ten season, I guess. I don't know. When did Okay, and then Rodgers won the next one. That's the only argument I like. Really, like definitively could Super go in. Yeah. But how many times has Breeze been right, right there? there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And like, uh, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I think this has been the most common snub on the all all decade team. Like everyone is like outraged that Rodgers made it. I know. Yeah. yeah. 
PFF came out with one, and uh, it was Breezen Brady. Yeah, that would make way more sense statistically. Yeah. Um, we're just gonna go through every position because why not? Um, <laughs> running back. So, who are the the running backs? Frank Gore, Marshawn Lynch, LaShawn McCoy, and Adrian Peterson with Darren Sproles as the flex. I do not agree with Darren Sproles. Yeah, I mean, so he is – okay, the argument I, – I thought that first at two, but I did a little bit of digging on this. And based on, like, what you classify as a flex, so someone, I guess, like a modern-day Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler, that kind of guy, I guess, is who I, who comes to mind. Um, Sproles is sixth all-time – I think it's sixth all-time in total – rushing and receiving yards combined. Um, now he also played for 20 seasons, <laughs> right? He did play with the Chargers for a while and the saints in a while before 2010. Um, I like, who would you put a flex over him? Okay. So would we Matt Forte, that is the one Matt Forte. Yes, that is the one because Matt Forte, I believe from t- 2010, I saw someone tweet this and it was a very sound argument uh, from 2010 to 2019. Matt Forte actually has more rushing and receiving yards than Darren Sproles. And he hasn't played since like 2017. So that's yeah. like accounting for, is it 2017 or 2016? I don't even know. Either way, like there's a couple seasons there where Matt Forte's already been retired. He played, and he Sproles, played until 2017. Yeah. So Sproles has like two seasons on him or three seasons and like uh, still has less stats this decade. Like that's, that's, that's probably, I would, I would go Forte Listen to me. over Darren Sproles. I think that's Sproles. good. In this last decade, Darren uh-huh. Sproles is 55th in rushing yards. <laughs> like, what? Let's go touchdowns. Yeah. Let's go touchdowns. Sproles. 58th <laughs> in touchdowns. Yeah. Uh, can we go? I'd have to find Can you do total yards? Uh, yeah. I have to, to go back. But regardless, why yeah, is Darren yeah, Sproles yeah, for sure. flex over a multitude of other people? Yeah. But you got DeMarco, Forte, DeMarco Murray was in there. I wouldn't put him in there, but DeMarco Murray was another, another name that was in there. I have to go and look at it again, but it's it's insane to me. I don't understand. Yeah. I, understand. I think Forte is the best argument I've seen. Yeah. Um, are you going to go through the rest of them? I find I, yeah. I don't really have a problem with the running backs at all. I think those poor guys are who I would probably pick. I would. Uh, do you have anyone you'd take off there? Off of the... Uh, Frank Gore, Marshawn Lynch, LaShawn McCoy, no, and Adrian Peterson. No, obviously Adrian Peterson is probably like the most dominant running back that we've seen in the past. Yeah, you know, decade. Um, LaShawn McCoy, I, I don't know about him. Maybe only, I think maybe only because because I've seen him the past few years kind of like tail off and yeah. right into the yeah. sunset. Maybe I'm just biased. Frank Gore, obviously, Frank Gore's fine. But um, no, I mean, yeah, if we're talking the last decade, LaShawn mm-hmm. McCoy is first in yards. He's uh, second in touchdowns. Uh, if we're talking receiving, he's second in receptions. So okay, wow. Darren Sproles is first in receptions, so I get I get it. Yeah. Um, first in receiving, got it. Matt Forte was second. Lashawn McCoy third. Uh, receiving touchdowns, I guess Darren Sproles first. Hmm. Uh, okay. Well, still, if we're, he's a running back, which I get yeah, part of the. But game. they 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 did put him at flex. Again, but Matt Forte. Third in receiving yeah, that, touchdowns. I, I'd Second in receiving in. yards. Uh, third in receptions. So, I mean, 
I think Matt with, Forte with less seasons in the decade with, exactly. too, with and it's not like he. It's not like uh, like one guy we talked about before the pod was Jamal Charles, yeah. who I love, great guy. Like he didn't peak, play until he was he amazing. He didn't play uh, the decade. Yeah, he played about like four. I mean, he he was in the league for seven years, but he played like four and a half. Got hurt that last season with the Chiefs. Went to the Broncos and played for the Jags for a little bit. Never really was the same. Well, I guess wise, Jamal Charles he, did play until two twenty eighteen. Yeah, but when he was on the Broncos and Jags, he was, yeah. Um, Peak-wise, he's, like, one of the best. Like, he was – he'd be in that flex position right away for me. But, um, like, Forte played seven seven years this decade. So, like, the fact that he is that close to Sproles stats-wise, I I, I, I definitely would put – I'd go Forte. It's close, though. So, really – After looking into it. Yeah, the list is – so, we're talking rushing yards. The list is pretty spot on. LaShawn McCoy's first, Frank Gore's second, Adrian Peterson's third, Marshawn Lynch is four, and then old Matt Forte is right there at fifth. Yeah. Matt Forte, 100%. Is, I, I don't know. I didn't even think about him until I saw the list, and then I was like, yeah. oh, I remember Matt Forte. I, I, yeah. think, I think someone just forgot about him, <laughs> to be completely Who honest. else is up there? Trying to think of who DeMarco else. Marco Murray even... is sixth in yards. Mark Ingram is seventh in yards, which is good. That's strange. surprising. Yeah. yeah. I don't know what he is receiving, though. Like, so let's go receiving yards. Uh, he's not even in the top twenty. So I get, I get it. So well, where is he? Mark Ingram. He's twenty second in receiving yards. Um, if we go rushing touchdowns, Mark Ingram's fourth. You can make an argument for Mark Ingram, I guess. That's crazy. Yeah, I... receiving touchdowns. Mark Ingram is eighteenth. So I guess Mark Ingram. I'd put Mark. No, I wouldn't put Mark Ingram in over Sproles <laughs> because. Of the receiving numbers for Sproles, but still, Matt yeah. Forte all day. Sproles, a good guy, but wasn't quite the rusher to uh, for me to get in. Fifty fifth, yeah. he's in the fifties in the rushing <sighs> department. I mean, if we're if we're talking like averages here, Mark Ingram should be in before Sproles. Yeah, I think they're really trying to play the flex card hard here yeah. and be like they should have just named it receiving back because yeah. like I don't know, like they're like. I don't know, but Forte, like you said, is like He's the both. perfect definition of that. He does both, yeah. Exactly. I don't know. But, I mean, pretty spot on with the actual running back position. The flex, I'd give it to Matt Forte. That's just me. Yeah. Um, if we're going to wide receiver, I don't know how you put Antonio Brown in this. I mean, I get it. What? He, was, he was dominant. I get yeah. it. But, like, with everything that's happened, I feel like they – I, oh, I yeah. agree. Like a, I agree. Dominant yeah. receiver. But like, like a PR wise. I wouldn't I would not yeah. have been mad or like surprised if they left him off. <laughs> yeah. But hey, they did. Yeah. Good for them. But again, uh yeah. well, you know. I would Yeah, so we surprised. got we got Antonio Brown, Larry Fitzgerald, Calvin Johnson, Julio. Um I had I don't see anyone here I really would want to leave off. No. Um just based off of, you know, legacy, how they did this decade. No, I think Larry uh, Fitz is obviously he's the first battle Hall of Famer. Calvin Johnson. The only thing working against Calvin Johnson is ret- mm-hmm. retired early, but I mean still like the most dominant receiver during his time, at least. Oh yeah. Um we pull it up here. Uh you got uh Julio Jones obviously still doing it. Um and then Antonio Brown, let me see if this loads up. Okay. So if we're talking yards Talking yards here. Mm-hmm. From 2010 to 2019, Julio Jones is first. Followed wow. closely, not closely, Julio Jones is by far and away has the most. Uh, Antonio Brown is second. 
Larry Fitz is third, which is something I honestly didn't think would happen. I, because Larry Fitz is just he's a he gets a lot of receptions, usually yeah. 100 receptions a year, but I never, you know, he's not a receiving yards kind of guy, but he has third. He's third in the last decade. Demarius Thomas fourth. That's wow. <clears throat> he's kind of falling off the falling off the radar, but Demarius Thomas fourth, AJ Green fifth without playing uh, that... basically two seasons, which I can see it though. Yeah, it's hard to leave. Callan Johnson is just going to be like the most interesting debate of all oh, yeah. time for the Hall of Fame and everything. Like, well, I he's mean, just so five seasons, eight thousand five hundred yards. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, that, I think that's the only reason you put him in there. But again, the only thing working against him is he only played five years. But yeah. I mean, you Would ask you... anybody, they're gonna be like, "Oh, Calvin Johnson, make put Megatron in." Yes, Calvin Johnson. But I mean, hey, yeah. Demarius Thomas has a, an argument. <laughs> So does AJ. Those yeah. are both really, so does AJ Green. really good yeah. arguments. Talking, I, talking touchdowns. Antonio Brown's first. Uh, uh-huh. Des Bryant second. Well, that's weird. <laughs> uh, a, a sleeper here, not a sleeper, but something that jumped out. Jordy Nelson's third. And wow, that guy. Uh, Demarius Thomas fourth. So and then AJ okay. AJ jo- er, AJ Johnson AJ Green fifth. Calvin Johnson sixth. I would, after re- hearing that, I would be tempted to take Kelvin out Here we for go. AJ Green. Go receptions. Or Demarius. Receptions. Larry Fitz first. Antonio Brown second. Julio Jones third. Guess who's number four? Demarius. Demarius Thomas. Yeah. Demarius Th- I think people sleep on it because obviously Denver sucked, but yeah. Demar- when Demarius was there and Peyton Manning was there yeah. and they won their suit, Demarius wasn't yeah. the guy. At yeah. least. You know, I mean, he, he, he was the guy. That... He did have Emmanuel Sanders, so I mean, maybe that took away from him a little bit, but still. Demarius was the guy before Manning, during Manning's time there, and then just before Demarius was the guy. And he remember remember when Tebow threw that hey, pass to him to beat the fucking Steelers. Yeah, I mean the freaking Steelers. Yeah, the freaking Steelers. Sorry, your mom's watching. But uh, sorry, mom. Um, oh yeah, yeah. I it'd be I'd be hard pressed to leave Demarius Thomas off this list. If we're just talking stats, we're just talking stats yeah. here. All right. Uh, yeah. Stats. We're stats guys here. Analytics. I bet PFF's all decade team has him on there. Hundred percent. Because that's yeah. all they do is stats, but yeah. uh, just for you know shits and gigs, uh, for receptions wise, <clears throat> like I said, Demarius Thomas fourth, Golden Tate fifth, strange. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Marshall, Brandon Marshall, I I oh, love man. Brandon Marshall when he plays. I love him. Uh, he's sixth. DeAndre Hopkins seventh. AJ Green eighth. Emmanuel Sanders ninth. Michael Crabtree tenth. Hopkins is that high is pretty impressive given. I, oh, I know he was in the, thirteen yeah. to nineteen. Uh, yards, like I said, Julio, Antonio Brown, Larry Fitz, Demarius Thomas, A.J. Green, DeAndre Hopkins, sixth, T.Y. Hilton, seventh. Yeah, T.Y. Hilton's over Calvin Johnson. But again, he only played five years. And then Deshaun Jackson, ninth. Brandon Marshall, tenth. <laughs> and then touchdowns. Uh, Antonio Dez, Jordy Nelson, Demarius Thomas, A.J. Green, Calvin Johnson, sixth, Larry Fitz, seventh, Brandon Marshall, eighth. <laughs> Julio Jones ninth, and then DeAndre is tenth. So uh, DeAndre could c- climb this list rather easily. DeAndre's still got a. I mean, I'd be hard pressed to say he's got four or five peak years left. Maybe. Yeah. At least I'd three. Say like three. At least three. Yeah. You know? I mean, but if he's anything like Larry Fitz, you know, he's got at least yeah. five years of his career left. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So who do we take out? We. I'd say take out Calvin for Demarius. I put Demarius. Yeah. If we're talking, we're not talking, you know, how good they were when they were in. We're talking this last decade who was more effective. Probably Demarius Thomas. 
Yeah, it's gotta be. All right, tight ends. Obviously, Rob Gronkowski. Yeah, that one's a no-brainer. Yeah, I don't know about Travis Kelsey. I mean, uh, I I have to look it up real quick. Just let me look. Um, I mean, I can see I, I can see why Travis Kelsey's a dominant receiver. And yeah. George Kittle's only been in the league for what? Um, I don't even know. It's what fifteen? I guess. Let me see. Yeah, Kittle's not even in the top. Yeah. Not even in the top twenty for. I would maybe. This is just me guessing. I'd imagine Greg Olson's pretty high up there for the decade. All right, so try and guess who the number one is this last decade in receiving yards. It's not Gronk? Nope. Kelsey? Nope. Greg Olson? Nope. What? Jimmy Graham? Old Jimmy Graham. Oh, yeah, that's He's... Okay. But Gronkowski is like 20 yards behind him. But still, Jimmy Graham's number one in yards. Number one in targets. Touchdowns? Gronk's got to be touchdowns. Touchdowns, yeah, it goes Gronk, Jimmy Graham. Um, when did Kelsey about? come in the league? Travis Kelsey came in in 2013. So really he only played seven game, seven years. Well, if you don't count this year, right, six years? Yeah, yeah six years yeah. in the league. And so if we're talking receptions, you got Kelsey's sixth in only six seasons. Um, yards, he's fifth in only six seasons touchdowns he's eighth in only six seasons where's greg and what oh greg olson just stuff <clears throat> touchdowns greg olson is sixth uh, wow yards greg olson is fourth and then receptions greg olson is third so you can make an argument for greg olson too who else are we missing vernon davis up there you got zach ertz is fourth in okay. receptions he's been in since 13 so i mean he's right there yeah. with travis kelsey um, Jason Witten is first in receptions. I wouldn't put him on here. That's but uh, yard. Okay, we'll go to yards. Yards. Jason Witten is third. That's my girl's my girl's guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he. Loves, she's so mad. He went to Oakland. Oakland. He's just Vegas. He, Vegas. Vegas. Sorry, Vegas. <laughs> He's only there to you know play grab ass with uh, old uh, you know John Gruden. John Gruden. He's trying to learn how to be a better Monday Night Football guy. Exactly. That's what they're doing. Uh, so yeah, um, you got Jason Witten there. Who'd you ask about? Greg Olson? Uh, Vernon Davis. Is he up there? I feel like he's been... Vernon Davis. Yes, Vernon Davis is ninth in yards. Uh, he is not... He's 11th in targets. Okay. And then touchdowns. Da, 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 da. He's not even... Oh, Vernon Davis is 7th in touchdowns. So, I mean, he's up there, but, I mean, you, you had to pick two. So, all right, all right. Which I don't, West? I don't get... I, don't, I mean, I get Travis Kelsey, but, I mean... When could, did Jimmy Graham come in the league? 2010. So it, I would, it was the decade. Uh, He's still playing, yeah. but like he came in at the beginning of the decade. I guess, also Antonio Gates. Like you, you oh, include yeah. Antonio Gates. At least touchdown wise, he's third. Um, you know, reception wise, he's eighth. Or yards wise, he's eighth. Receptions, he is seventh. So I mean, Travis Kelsey does have him beaten a few, but and, and I, I think guess, I would go Jimmy Graham over. Oh, Kelsey. I, I agree, hundred percent. Yeah, Jimmy Graham. I don't know. I think I think a lot of the voting, when you're voting, it comes like, oh, what have you done for me lately? Yeah. And obviously a person like Gronk kind of overcomes that. But I oh, mean, yeah. because he was just Gronk. He's first ballot Hall of Famer, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Jimmy Graham, you wouldn't say he's the first ballot Hall of Fame. Well, no. Nah, maybe. Probably not. But he's, yeah. he's, he, when he was in the league, or at his peak, because he's still in the league, at his yeah. peak, he wasn't a Rob Gronkowski. 
he probably won't even be a he a Travis Kelsey will probably be better than him right now at his yeah. peak. Yeah. So I mean I get I get it, but you can make a case for Jason Witten, to be honest with you. Yeah, that's really that's <laughs> that's a tough one too because I mean he he missed a year because he was doing the Monday night football stuff that yeah. he sucked at. Yeah. And uh I mean I yeah. I'm I'm not like outraged that Kelsey's on the list though, no. like I am that Aaron Rodgers is over Breeze. Yeah. Um man. But yeah, I'd pro I mean Jimmy Graham or Witten you could make an argument just because of the longevity standpoint. But Right. So that's crazy that Jason Witten's missed a year. Just sat out just sat out and is still yeah. first in receptions. Yeah. That's crazy. Well I, but I guess if you take Gronk Gronk is well Gronk's basic. He's, Gronk had 521 receptions, and then Jason Witten has 692. I guess you could argue that if Gronk would have played this, he, he came out in 2018. So he if he played last year, he still wouldn't have had him beat. That's crazy. No. <laughs> That's yeah, crazy. that is. Gronk did get hurt a lot though. That's like true. he missed a lot That's of games. That's very true. And he's still second in yards. Yeah. So I mean, but imagine. Okay, riddle me this. If Jason Witten would have played that one year, yeah, he there is a possibility he passes Rob Gronkowski in yards. But again, Not that's two morbid. extra seasons. I know he only played for a couple of years, but is Aaron Hernandez anywhere on that list? Oh, let's take a look. Command find Hernandez. Aaron Hernandez is fortieth in yards. Okay. Um, what is that? Let me see. I'm just thinking like touchdowns. Peak tight ends he was one of i mean he was so good i understand he's 32nd in touchdowns okay was sorry r.i.p and then um receptions he's 38th so i mean where's ben watson that's a good question too he's he's been a consistent yeah probably my favorite browns no not my favorite browns tight end ever shout out hoop uh ben watson (laughs) is 13th in receptions so i mean he's just been a solid tight end He's just there. 13th in receptions. Watson's 20th in touchdowns and 13th in yards. So, yeah, just a middle of the road. Not middle of the road. Very good tight end. Yeah. Kyle Rudolph's up there, too, but not quite. Zach Ertz, I think if we're going. So, a lot of these players obviously aren't going to play until into like the next decade, the full of next yeah. decade. So, it's kind of hard to say. But George Kittle came in in 2017. He will be on the next one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. 100%. Him and you can make the case for Kelsey. If Ke- so if Kelsey plays at a high level for the next five, th- yeah, four, three, four. And so he, if, he, if he plays for the high, at a high level for the next three and then stays in for three more, yeah. he'll be on the next one, I, I would think. But, you could um, see Mark Andrews. That's true. Mark Andrews could be. He's he's a new guy. Austin Hooper came in in 2016. Hell yeah. That's crazy uh, that uh, <laughs> Kittle came in after Austin Hooper. Yikes. But anyway, um, what's next? I don't even know. Uh, the big boys. I mean, do we really want to talk about the big boys? I don't really know. <laughs> um, I kind of know. I like Alex Mack because he's a Brown. Marquise Pouncey, we don't really like him. Marquise? Marquise? Mar- yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can't really go off stats here. The only – so the tackles are Jason Peters, Ty- Tyron Smith, Joe Staley, Joe Thomas. I All of those guys are good. I – the one guy I'm kind of surprised didn't make it was Andrew Whitworth. Um, he's been consistently a Pro Bowl, All Pro left tackle on the Rams and on the Bengals for years. 
Um, and then the guards, Jari Evans, Logan Mankin, Zach Martin, Yonda, I mean, all those guys, sure. Centers, yeah, Mac, Pouncey. I mean, can you make an argument? I don't know you when. You can make it. I don't know when um, Kelsey came Mangold. in. Mangold. Mangold. I don't know when he Yeah, retired. I don't know when, when he retired. He retired in like 15 or 16, though. Okay. But he is he he could you could make an argument for him. I'm gonna let me see let me see hang on hang on hang on. I'm gonna try and find some uh, big boy stats, which I don't think they really have any. <laughs> PFF grades. Record, yeah, we can do PFF grades, but still. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's just games and games started, but uh, I don't know. It's it's kind of hard to do a line just because <clears throat> you kind of have to watch them, and uh, we could do BMI. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. Say those again. Say the tackles again. Uh, Joe Thomas, Tyron Smith, um, Jason Peters, Joe Staley. Obviously, Joe Thomas. Yeah. Joe Staley's big. Uh, he's a consistent uh, tackle, and then um, Jason Peters obviously been very consistent for a very long time. Uh, guards, I think it's Yonda and who else? Yonda, obviously. And then who else? Uh, Lo- Zach Martin, Logan Mankins, uh, Jari Evans. I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I don't know who they are. I've heard of them, I but I don't know. Like, I, just I know, know. I don't know a ton about Jari Evans. I've heard the name. Logan Mankins and Zach Martin were. I mean, Zach Martin's still dominant for the Cowboys. But other than that, yeah. I mean, that's fine. On to the more exciting positions. Wait, wait. I want to know. Okay. Okay. We'll go. So we'll, we'll do the big boys. We'll do them Pro Bowl selections and years played. Because that's, that that's all we got. That's yeah, all I know. yeah. So we're talking uh, Pro Bowls, right? Yep. Pro Bowl selections. Marshall Yonda first. Trent yep. Williams second. Ooh, that's a, that's a good one. Yeah. Trey Turner for guard could be okay. in there. But he came in in 2014, so I guess they're like, oh, yeah. he's only played five seasons or – uh, Andrew Whitworth is another one that yeah. uh, could be, what am I saying, considered. Um, I don't know who Larry Warford is. Andrew er, Alejandro Villanueva, he only has two Pro Bowls. Let's say game started. Uh, Andrew Whitworth is first in game started, so Andrew Whitworth might have been a, a snub. Yeah, that was, yeah. Marshall Yonda is second. Trent Williams is Trent Williams might have been a snub. Yeah. Kevin. Zeitler. I just don't know who you take off. Yeah, I don't know. Like maybe Staley. Like yeah. he, I mean, we're biased. Joe Thomas is the greatest Obviously, tackle Joe of Thomas all is, time. Yeah. So you have to leave Joe Thomas on the list. Tyron Smith. I think Joe Thomas and Tyron Smith are the two I have to leave on. If it were me. Hundred percent. Yeah. And obviously. I'm, oh, this is 2010 and 2019, so these stats, Joe Thomas isn't in the top 10 of really of any of these because yeah. he retired in 6, 6 17? 17. 17, he yep. Didn't, and he didn't play early at all, 17. Yeah. So um, that's that. Because most offensive linemen play. Like, they, you just yeah. don't sit out. They're not like receivers. They're not like little, bo- little, little sissy boys. They play. Those so, sissy boys. Yeah. What are we moving on to? That's, that's, that's all. Offensive line talk. Yep. Uh, the we'll go D end. Defensive end. Right, so we go. got we got Calais Campbell, Cameron Jordan, Julius Peppers, and JJ Watt. So JJ Watt, I would you would think obviously, but 
he's been he came he came in eleven right? Or, um, or, he did. Yeah, yeah. eleven and night. Yeah, eleven. Yeah. Um. So what do we want to what do we want to do these by stat wise? We're gonna do let's go we'll do sacks. Uh, uh, sacks. This even is, though I I know PFF will hate us for going by sacks, but this you know. is defensive ends or just defensive yeah. line. Uh, let's do both. Okay, we'll do sacks. Um. Sacks. Um. Not interceptions. Tackles, solo tackles, to be exact. And then let's do games. Games. Started. Games started. Yeah. Yeah. Since 1960. What the fuck? Uh, yeah. Games. So sacks, tackles, game started. I wonder if there's like a pressure. A pressure thing. Um. But yeah, because JJ Watt, I don't know how many games he's actually played. I, I don't think he's played a full season in a minute. Mm-hmm. So that would come into. And we'll do k- tackles for loss or QB hits. Uh, QB hits. QB hits, okay. We're sack guys around here. We like to pressure that yeah. quarterback. All right. Even though we uh, want Davion Clowney to come to the Browns, but, you know, that's another conversation. Right. All right, so what are we going to start with, sacks? Yeah. All right, so if we're talking sacks between 2010, this last decade, J.J. Watt's first, obviously. Okay. Um, Cameron Wake, second. Maybe a that, that one's a, that's a good one. Yeah. He, and he's played this decade. And he was he's dominant one, he's, he's as one, ever last year. Yeah, he's one sack behind J.J. Watt. That's crazy. Um, and games games started. Cameron games started. Cameron Wake is first. Uh, let's go. What QB hits? Cameron Wake second. Wow. Tackles for loss. Cameron Wake second. Assists. Nobody cares. <laughs> <laughs> so, so where are the other guys from the list? Campbell, so Jordan, Peppers. So we're gonna have this up. What is it? Uh, just Calais, Calais where are the Campbell? other guys? Yeah. So, Calais Campbell. Oh, you know it's bad when I have to control F this command. Oh F man. Cam Camp C A M P B E L yep. Camp. Why isn't he on here? They have him as an outside linebacker. Uh. Calais C A I C A L A I S C A L I A. He's not on here. No. C A L A I. C-A-L-A-I-S. A-I-S. Yeah, he's not on here. Huh. Time out. Let me, uh, let me adjust. I'm going to go back. I'm going to put outside linebackers on here, too, I guess. All right. Or, no, he might be considered a tackle. Because they have it on as defensive line. That is right? weird. Do they have Oh, yeah. It has defensive line? Yeah. Okay. So, we'll put tackles in there, too. And we're building our own. So, again, sacks. J.J. Watt first. Um, Calais Campbell, command F. I can tell you how many he had. If you want to just do it in. Yeah, I don't know why he's not showing up on here. So he had 81 in the decade. That's strange why he's not showing up. They just don't like him or something. I guess. Okay, well then, this is these are skewed results because we don't. <laughs> yeah, he, we don't trust he, our sources anymore. Oh, wait, wait, here we go. Here we go. Defensive end. Okay. I put just – sorry, guys. Hey, my fault. So, <laughs> Why did you look at your shirt? I, My fault. Me. Oh. <laughs> All right, so sacks. Okay. Um, Still not showing up on here? I'm confused. All right, he had 81. Where is that? Where 80, is that put 81 up? would be third. Okay. So 
Um, Demarcus Ware has 74. Let me. This is annoying. Where's Cameron Jordan? Is he on there? Uh, yes. Hang on. I'm, he's on here somewhere. Let's go. Um, yeah, Cameron Jordan is another one that could have been considered. But, I mean, he really came on the past few years, though. Yeah. Right? So, I mean. Well, he's on the list. Is he? Yeah. Uh, him. It's him, Campbell, Julius Peppers, and Watt. I'm going to throw outside linebackers on here, too, just to try and get something. All right. Come on, baby. Berber. All right. Here we go. Sacks. All right. So, I threw outside linebackers on here, so we have to kind of shift through, sift through this. So, is Chandler Jones on that list for linebackers? He is. Okay. See, they should have just done edge rusher and then linebacker because yeah, that, that's how everywhere else does it nowadays. Yeah. So Chandler Jones um, is first in sacks between defensive line, defensive end, and that's crazy. Uh, linebackers. J.J. Watt's second. Actually, I lied. J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones are tied for sacks, 96. And you got Cameron Wake at 95, Ryan Kerrigan at 90, a linebacker. Wow. Um, Justin Houston, linebacker. Defensive end, yeah, one of those edge guys. rusher. <laughs> They're all edge rushers. Cameron Jordan. I guess they have Cameron Jordan as a linebacker because he didn't show up That's on the weird. other one. But he has 87. Uh, Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews is eighth. Where we're looking for Campbell. So Campbell is tenth if you include all the lineback outside linebackers. But I don't know what they consider him as because he didn't show up when I didn't have outside linebackers on here. Where's uh, Where's Von Miller? Oh jeez. Von Miller. I think they consider him an outside linebacker, too. Uh-huh. But uh, Von Miller. I got to command F it, man. Von. Ooh. He's not on here. That's weird. Uh, what? That, that's that's got to be skewed. That makes no sense. Yeah. What do they consider him as? I have no idea. This is strange. You're on pro football reference, right? Yep. Um... Okay, so Vaughn has um, 106 sacks in the decade. Yep. Listen, guys, I'm trying here, but it's not working with me. So Where, where would listen, that put him? So up? there's defensive ends, defensive line, outside linebacker, LB, just linebacker. I'm clicking it all. This has him as an OLB. Okay. So I don't know what the hell they're doing. Okay, they he, need me to fix this. He's their... listed on here as just an LB. So forget everything we just said. All right, we're doing yeah. this again. Okay, <laughs> Von Miller is first. All right. Okay. Von Miller's first with 106. Okay. Basically, everything's the same. Just Von Miller is listed as just a linebacker for some odd reason. So Von Miller's first in sacks. Uh, let's go games. Games started. Ndamukong Sue is first. Calais Campbell's second. Cameron Jordan's third. Uh, Von Miller is eighth, but again, he came in a year after. Um, solo tackles. Calais Campbell's first. I can say he's a run stopper. Uh, JPP, second. Wow. Von Miller's third. Von Miller's on his list, right? Yep. Okay, he's uh, he's at a linebacker position. Say, oof, he's not. Yeah. yeah. And then what we QB hits. JJ Watt's first on QB hits, but Von Miller's right there at third. Yeah. Uh, Cameron Wake's not on this list. That's crazy. That is, that's, um, I think it's kind of crazy that, mm, I, like, if you had to take a guy off, I'd probably take Cleo Mack off, um, yep. just because, 
I mean, what when did he come in? 2015? 2014? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you know, he's been dominant, but don't get me don't get me wrong, but like he's only played half a decade. Uh, the other guy, I so I think they just he did this list 14. wrong. Yeah, he came in at 14. They should have just done edges, edge rushers, and yeah. linebackers because they're not really the same position anymore. Like like Luke Keekley and Bobby Wagner and Patrick Willis play nothing like Von Miller. Von Miller, exactly. But they're both linebackers on this list. Anyway, um, I. If I were to do this list, I don't know if I would have put Patrick Willis on there. Um, yeah, I mean, he was, like the Calvin he was Johnson dominant. Of the exactly, yeah. dominant when he played. Yeah. But yeah. he only played until, uh, we'll see, Willis. Um, he only played in, oh, not on here. He's not on here. Yeah, I didn't put so, inside linebackers, but he only played until. He only played till 14. Exactly, so I, I um, I think if I were to replace him just with someone who played this decade off ball linebacker and on edge rusher. I think Levante David would be on this list for me. He's like super underrated just cause he's been in Tampa his whole career. Right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, no, no huge problems. I, like I probably would have thrown his name in there. Yeah. Who are the inside linebackers on there? Um, uh, Bobby Wagner, Patrick Willis and Luke Keekley. Okay. Yeah. You, you, Luke Keekley, Good. Um, yep. Bobby Wagner, good. Yep. Who's the other one you said? I, I would put Levante David in over Patrick Willis, I think. Yeah. Let me, let me do this real quick. Let me, uh, let's just look at in, inside linebackers. Not passing touchdowns. Let's go with uh, just tackles. Could be guys really inside linebacker. Yeah. Tackles. Yeah, that's the main. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bear with me. But where could you see... Well, no, Clay Matthews kind of, but Clay Matthews has played inside and outside, so he's kind of just yeah. one of those tweener guys. Um, what about when did AJ Hawk retire? Um, he retired in sixteen. So I mean, you, I don't know, you could probably make an argument. Maybe let's pull it up, or not twenty nineteen to twenty nineteen. Let's, nope, not that. Um, you could make an argument for AJ Hawk. Maybe I want to look into it though because. I am a critic. <laughs> so yeah, not game started. That's not what I clicked. But um, I don't know. What's the next one? Let's do the next one. I don't care. Um, uh, so the corners that were selected were Patrick Peterson, right? Darrell Revis, um, and Richard Sherman. So Darrell Revis, probably. I don't like him, but probably. Yeah. Um. You said Patrick he Peterson. retired in 16. That's the only. It's uh, a weird thing about this list. You said Patrick Peterson's on there. That's good. I lied. He he, he retired in 17. Okay, that's fine. Yeah, but you said he's on there. Yeah, and then Sherman. I don't have a problem with any of these at all. I don't really. You make it. You could make an argument for Joe Hayden. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, and he he went off on Twitter about it. And oh, I'm sorry, Akeem Talib. I think could make you argument. could make a big argument for he. Just based off interceptions, I'm pretty sure him and Joe Hayden are actually – my fact guy here, Isaac, will double-check this. But um, I'm pretty sure Joe Hayden and Akeem Talib have the most interceptions in the past 10 years. Don't worry, the stat guy will check it. This isn't safety. Oh, okay, so we're going off of – you said interceptions? For corners, yeah. Okay. Um, interceptions-wise, Joe Hayden's second right behind okay. Richard Sherman. Okay, Sherman – okay. 
Passes defended. Where's, Joe Hayden's first. Where's the key? Yeah, on passes defended. Or at picks, either one. So passes defended, he's 12th. On huh. picks, he's 5th. I don't know how you leave Joe Hayden off this list. Yeah, I think... He's also played he's, ten se- nine seasons. So, I mean, if you... Yeah. Marcus, who who did you say was the list again? Give me the list again. Uh, Peterson, Revis, and Sherman. Peterson, Re- Sherman, about the same. Patrick Peterson, about the same. So, yeah, really, Joe Hayden, Sherman, and Peterson have all played about the same. But yeah. Peterson is not even really close to... Yeah, yeah. He's never been a big stat guy, though. That's, like, the hard but, thing about corn. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. Let's, Joe Hayden's our honorable mention. Maybe I, I'd consider throwing him in over Peterson. I would throw him in just because I like him. Yeah. He's a, he's a former Brown. I'd throw him in um, safety-wise. This one, I don't. The only one that I really like here is Earl Thomas. The other, like Eric, Eric Berry. Berry. I, like I love Eric, Eric Berry. I just – I don't think – I don't know. I feel like it's almost a feel-good story. Like, no offense. Like, he came over uh, Hodgkin's lymphoma and, like, all that stuff. And Eric Weddle, both of those guys, I don't know if I – like, I would definitely put Harrison Smith on over Eric Berry, I think. Okay. Um, and I think over Weddle, I would probably put, like, Cam Chancellor. Mm-hmm. Or – I don't know. I don't have as much of a problem with Weddle. I just think Barry. Barry's had some really good years, but, like, it was never for more than, like, three years. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like. I don't know. So, if we're talking – again, DV is hard because yeah. it's, it's not all about the stats. But, I mean, if we're talking interceptions, Reggie Nelson is first. <laughs> so, I mean, what, there's that. Earl Thomas. Come on there. Yeah, Earl Thomas is second. Eric Weddle's fourth. And then you said who else was Who's third? Um, third, Devin McCourty. That's yeah. I would probably put McCordy on over Weddle. I think. Um, to Sean Gibson, ninth. Yeah. Uh, but, Where's um? Is this both safeties or just free? Uh, there's just one safety. Okay. Safety. Uh, where is Harrison Smith? Uh, Harrison Smith is eighth in interceptions. Yeah, he's more of a strong guy. I feel like he's not a big turnover guy, but like, yeah, I just uh, Eric Berry. I can't really. I, I would take Barry off, I and I would take Weddle, and I'd put McCordy and story. Harrison Smith, I think. I like Eric Weddle. I'm cool with Eric Weddle, but, um, yeah, yeah. I mean, Eric Barry's I could, I could live without him. Yeah. Uh, oh, there's – so they have a cornerback I know. and I know. a DB. I don't so I think these that. guys are just kind of like they play all over. They play safety, play corner, play slot. I like Tyron Matthew, but does he deserve to be on this list? I don't know. Maybe. I think Chris Harris – is Chris a good one for that yeah. position. If you call it a DB, it's dumb, but whatever. Put Jabril uh, yeah, Peppers t- on this list. What's that? Put Jabril Peppers on this list. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> um, put Isaiah Simmons, even though he hasn't been in the league yet. Um, I don't know. I mean, this position's just kind of weird to me, so I, I can't really argue to put someone else there. You know, like, that, that's fine. Chris Harrison, Tyron, Matthew. Yeah. So, if we're going, so that's all defense. Uh, yeah. I'm I'm fine. I fun. like Tyron Matthew. I'm fine with Tyron, Tyron yeah. Matthew. Uh, special teams. The fact that Phil Phil Dawson is not on this list. It's not outrageous, but I'm outraged. <laughs> because I mean, really, Justin Tucker, obvious, should be unanimous. It wasn't. I don't think it was unanimous, but it should be. Mm. Um. 
And then Steven Goskowski has just done it forever. Kickers is kind of hard too because they kind of just do it forever. Yeah. <laughs> so like. Yeah. I, yeah. I guess you could have argued. I mean, like no one's going over Tucker. That's for sure. No, but like, definitely not. I don't know. Who, I'm not a kicker's stats expert. No, uh, who's been better the last ten years, Goskowski or Vinatieri? Or Mason Crosby? I don't. Mason Crosby. I don't know. About those that. are the only three guys I can think of that have been doing it that long. I don't even think. Oh. Okay, and Phil. Go. So that's punting. Da, 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 da. There's no kicking stats on here. Eh. Oh yeah, there is. Wait. Nope. Field goal per. Yeah, field goal percentage. And then let's go field goal extra points made. Sure. Extra point percentage. We'll do field goal percentage, extra point percentage. From then to then. We'll do field goals made too because that would be kind of like if one person kicked one field goal. Yeah. Like Calvin, like, not uh, Calvin, not Calvin yeah. Johnson. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ocho, Ocho Cinco. Cinco would be on here. Yeah. <laughs> so let's go uh, extra points made and then field goals made as well because uh, field goals, total field goals made. Okay. Dun, 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 dun. So, nope. Don't want that on there. Okay, scoring. So field goals made. Steven Goskowski's first. Justin Tucker's second. Adam Vinatieri's third. So I think Adam Vinatieri was probably right there. Field goal percentage-wise, Justin Tucker first. Harrison mm-hmm. Butker second. Oh. But he's only played two seasons. Yeah. Um. Josh Lambeau is third. He's played five seasons, four seasons, whatever. And then you got Goskowski at fourth. <clears throat> I think this last season really screwed over Vinatieri. Or, yeah, Vinatieri. And Vinat- Goskowski got hurt, yeah, right? Yeah, Vinatieri's 21st in field goal percentage. <laughs> this last, yeah, this last season, yeah. These last couple of seasons have kind of screwed him over. He's getting old. Um, but Vinatieri has played – he's on 20-plus years, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's old. He's 50. All right, then extra points made is kind of just like a formality. But Steven Goskowski has made the most. Vinatieri's fifth. Um, Where's Tucker? Is he Tucker? second? Tucker's eleventh. Who's two? Mason Crosby, your boy. Mm, he's not my boy. Yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, put Tucker in. He's a, he's just too good. Yeah, sorry, Benetieri. Like you've done it forever, but honestly, if there's anyone I was gonna take out, it was gonna be Goskowski. Tucker, Tucker's too good. Um, yeah. But it, and then Goskowski and Benetieri, either one, I'm cool with Goskowski. Um. What's next? I don't even know. We got punt returner and kick returner. Oh, this one's um, rough. So they included Devin Hester in this, which I don't know if I agree with. I mean, he dominant, dominant kick slash punt returner, but he kind of fell off. He did yeah. exactly. This this decade was he was he dominant? I don't know. Josh yeah. Cribbs also didn't really play deep into this decade, so I couldn't include him. Um, here, let's go. I feel like those like dominant. Returners in general, other than punt returners, so the return punt returners were Tyree Kill and Darren Sproles. Yeah, like Tyree Kill is probably the best returner right now. Um, and it's kind of weird he's on this list because he's only been playing for like three years. But like, I don't really know. Like, if you're if it's not Tyree Kill and Darren Sproles, um, just from like a legacy standpoint, I think it'd be sweet if Deshaun Jackson were on here. That's but that's only because of that one sick return where he muffed the punt and then took it back. Oh, yeah. That's like one of my favorite plays in NFL history. Um, 
Josh Cribbs against the Chiefs, but that was not this decade. That was 20, yeah. 2009. Yeah. Uh, um, yeah. Tyreek and Sproles, I guess. Uh, Hester, yeah, that's kind of weird. Cordero Patterson, I think, makes a ton of sense. Like, if one guy has done it consistently most of the decade, it's been him. All right, so we're going to do – I'm going to throw running backs and wide receivers in this, and then uh, we're going to sort them for kick return yards, punt return yards, and then kick return touchdown. Okay. Okay. So if we go kick return yards this last decade, David Wilson? Oh, yeah, yeah. Remember him? He was on the Giants. Remember? You remember? No, I don't, to be honest with you. Oh, I remember. Okay, well, he's first this decade. That's kind of crazy. But he only played two seasons, and I guess that's all he did because he blew it out of the water. He had a bunch of injuries, I think, if I remember correctly. Well, he had, he had what, seventeen hundred kick return yards. That's insane. He only played two seasons. The next, the next closest, yeah, but you can't guess him. Fozzie uh, Whitaker. What? Remember Fozzie Whitaker? Oh yeah, Fozzie. yeah. That's funny. I think he was on the Panthers last year. Uh, it says to twenty seventeen, so I don't know. He might have been, oh. but um, it, after that, there's really. I don't know. Let's go to punt return yards. What about touchdowns? Touchdown. Kick return touchdowns? There's only been... Yeah. This has got to be skewed somewhat. <laughs> let me let me try and readjust this because that doesn't make sense. We got skill. Um, yeah, I'm just going to... There's no... I guess some safeties and corners return, yeah? Yeah. Okay, we'll put corners and safeties on here too. Corners, safeties, DBs. And then go from there. Um, all right, so kick return yards. Still David Wilson. <laughs> He's the GOAT. David Wilson. Danny Woodhead is second. Oh. And return, kick return yards. We should get him on the pod. Yeah. Punt return yards, Tremont Williams. What? Yeah. This has got to be off. Man, I remember when he was in the Browns. I hated him. Yeah. I'm sorry. I don't know. This has got to be off. I don't. I don't know if this my 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 punt returner is Damon Sheehy Giuseppe, oh, even yeah. though he never actually played in the NFL. First team all all preseason. All decade. Yeah, yeah. Or or uh, or Antonio Callaway. I'm totally. You can include Antonio that. Brown, maybe. Yeah. Pretty. Or um, Ted Ginn. Ted Ginn. This has got to be off, man. Yeah, I don't think this is including everything because I. Pro Football Reference loves yeah. David Wilson. Yeah, for real. Pro Football Reference is kind of skewed here, um, so we're just gonna leave that one alone. But yeah, so in my heart, I feel Ted Ginn. I feel mm-hmm. uh, who'd you just say again? Uh, I said Antonio Brown. Uh, even Tyreek Hill, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson. Good Patterson's with. a good one. Uh, I don't know when Josh Cribbs retired. It was. It was. He wasn't. It was early, in the decade. It was. So. What he did most of his damage in the early two thousands, along with Hester. Yeah, he he retired in fourteen. Yeah, Hester did most of his damage in the early two yeah. thousands. So I don't. I wouldn't include them. If we're talking all 20, 20 years, uh, two decades, Cribbs and, and Hester. Hester, obviously. Yeah. But yeah. this last one, you might. It's really. Able, I mean, like, the rules and everything have just made it so hard to be such a good returner. Yeah. You might be able to include Sproles, but, again, back end of his career. What about Dontrell Hilliard? Shut up. 
All right, and uh, I think that's it. That's that's the entire uh, NFL All-Decade team. So we made some changes. I kind of forget what we did, but if you want to know. Drew Brees. Go back, yeah. Biggest snub, in your opinion, Drew Brees. Yeah. In my opinion, Drew Brees, 100%. Yeah. Well, Drew Brees and Matt Forte. I am getting on the Matt Forte yeah, train. I that, am a Matt Forte I'm cool advocate. with that. Matt Forte, 100% got snubbed. Take Darren Sproles out of here. Put Matt Forte at the flex. Plus, he's already at punt returner, so he doesn't need to be on there twice. That's what I'm Sproles. That's true. Yeah, <laughs> screw him. I guess Tyree Kill. Yeah, Tyree Kill at punt returner is good. So, so yeah. So I think we're going to. Oh wait, I have one. Okay, go ahead. All right, you have to pick. I have a couple things. You got to pick a coach, and it can't be Bill Belichick. A coach. Yeah. Andy Reid all day. See, I thought that too. But I was listening around the Mike NFL. Or, wait, Mike Tomlin. Someone said Pete Carroll. Nah, maybe. Mike Tomlin. Yeah. Okay. Good one, even and though we don't like the Steelers here. You have to pick a player that will be on the on offense and defense that will be on the 2020 All Decade team, and it can't be Patrick Mahomes. So we're talking quarterback. It, no, any position on offense. Whew. But it can't be Pat Mahomes because that's like the easiest pick in the world. All right, let me think. I would say. For this next decade, ooh. So they basically have to be a first, second, They got to be pretty third. young. Yeah, they got to be young. Yeah. Um, well, my heart says Baker, but the jury's out. <laughs> they only picked two quarterbacks, man. That's going to be tough. Heart says Mahomes Baker. has one locked up. Yeah. My heart, A. It's going to be ba- six. Don't six. make me look stupid. But Keep working out with those bands. For six. real. If we're talking, like, for sure – that's a great question, man. I didn't really think about that one. Um, I kind of put you on the spot there. I'll, yeah, I'll tell you mine first on ahead. offense. There's I think Quentin Nelson for sure. Oh, that's that's cheating. You can't pick yeah. offensive linemen. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, offensive linemen to... is cheating because obviously you know that the uh, you're gonna be if you're a uh, a dominant offensive lineman, you're gonna be dominant for eight, you know, six to eight years. Yeah. Quentin Nelson's young, so you can yeah. definitely throw him in there. Um. Joe McCaffrey? Nah, probably not. My, but uh, McCaffrey's what? In his, his second year, going into his third, third year. Yeah, it's, yeah, maybe. Actually, I think it's third going into fourth. Yeah, maybe. But uh, again, how long is running back? Because I yeah. first thing that popped in my head was Zeke. And I was like, well, I don't know. You how know many what? Years does Zeke have left? Whoever's the best running back out of this draft class, that's who. That's who. Because yeah, you're right. Longevity with running backs is just not, so hard to come by. It's not there. Who was the Josh Jacobs? I don't see it. Uh. DeAndre Swift. DeAndre, that's what I'm saying, but we also haven't seen anything from him. I'm talking about like active NFL right now. <laughs> All right, um, what about receiver? That's a little more longevity. He's like the youngest. Guy out of uh, Seattle, what's his name again? Uh, Metcalf? Yeah, Metcalf, maybe. Terry McLaurin? I would love to see Terry McLaurin on that list. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, wait, I have one. Kittle. Kittle will be on. Oh, I think you said that earlier. Yeah, I said that All earlier. Right, I'm not Kittle counting that. I'm picking a receiver. Answer. Yeah, that was mine. Shut up. Um... I don't know, man. Man, yeah, this is hard. Michael Thomas. Yeah. Okay. Definitely Michael Thomas. One hundred percent. That's the yeah. the never-ending season pick. Not Michael Thomas. That was an easy one. Yeah. He's young. He he's the best receiver in the NFL. That was easy. Okay. So we're talking. And you said two defense. You said pick two or just one. Just uh, one, one on offense, one on defense. So defense. Miles Garrett, one hundred percent. Yeah, I'll say Miles Garrett. It's too easy. I mean. Aaron Donald could make it again. Okay, He's just so let's good. pick someone not Miles yeah. Garrett. All right. Not, uh, not not the obvious pick. Uh, okay, I'll go with um, Mac Wilson. 
Wrap it up. I would say either Tredavious White or Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. Probably. Or Jamal Adams. Jamal Adams, probably. Dos Unos. Yeah, let's go. Go Dos Unos, (laughs) baby. Uh, I'm not a very defensive-minded person, so... I yeah, think, I would. Really I think Tre'Davious White. I think that's who I'd pick. Um. Yeah, we'll go with that. I believe you. I trust you. But obviously, <laughs> it's gonna be. Picker or no punter, Jamie Gillen. Hundred percent. Scottish Hammer. Oh yeah. Easy. All day. Kicker. Uh, Austin Seibert. Uh, maybe I don't know. <laughs> um, Greg Joseph. Shut up. <laughs> no, it'll probably be Justin Tucker again. <laughs> yeah. He'll be like 50. Just He'll be on the 2030 team too. For real. All right. So I think we're going to stop rambling here, and we're going to wrap wrap her up with some shower thoughts, I believe, with Jeeves Weinman. All righty. We going? Yeah, go ahead. All right. So my shower thought of the day, when you say forward or backward – your lips move in that same direction. Wow, what a shower thought of the day. So, this was our first go-round at live streaming on multiple um, platforms. We were on Twitter, Facebook, and on YouTubes. So if you want to watch us back, go to one of those. If you want to throw us a like, cool. If you want to just listen to us, because I know we aren't the prettiest people in the world, you can go subscribe on Apple. Uh, podcast you can go subscribe on spotify while you're there give us a little little five star rating why don't you we're just trying to get out here trying to get people on the on show the, trying to get people on the show because nobody responds to my freaking emails nobody responds to my dms <laughs> but we'll be back next episode with a draft our updated mock draft all right so like i said five stars like it share it with your friends peace out y'all